it's time once again to visit one of our most popular themed episodes here on the show. So let's welcome our special guest and get ready to match our listeners on another version of Growing Up Rock's Match Game 2020. Now, crank that shit up. Welcome our host of our show, Dink Martindale, or as I like to call him, Hollywood Trebek. What up, fool? Hollywood Trebek makes sense, but the Dink Martindale thing were significantly older than me, so nobody gets what that means. <laughs> Anybody that watches Match Game knows there's a Wink Martindale, and I just adjusted it to fit your personality, Dink. <laughs> Good Lord, dude. Nobody knows that. I guarantee you our guest doesn't know that because you're old as fuck. That's why you know it. Now, at my age, I want two girls at once, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if I fall asleep, they got each other to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't do these game show episodes alone, so tonight's special guest comes to us from another podcast called Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews. That's a long one. Please welcome Aaron Martell. What's up, Aaron? Hey, thanks for having me on. This is a real treat, real honor. I've been listening to your show for a long time, pretty much since you guys first started. I think I heard Sonny on another podcast, and I tuned right in and been listening ever since. For God's sakes, everybody's heard Sonny on another podcast. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Don't be a hater. Hate oh, the game, I'm, baby. Hate the game. Oh, I'm not jealous, man. Get out there and pimp our podcast, baby. Get on every show you can, pimp it. So, Aaron, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, it's called Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, and I regret calling it that because nobody can say it or remember it. Stupid tongue twister name. Basically, it's just a uh, record review show. Each episode, we take an album in the rock realm. It can be anything from soft rock to hard rock to heavy metal and everything else in between. We've covered albums from Joni Mitchell to Slayer. Uh, we, we keep it pretty wide open and anybody can come on the show. We have uh, frequent guests. I call them co-pilots. They come in. Anybody can request an album for us to do. So each episode, we just take one album, kind of do a deep dive on it, break it down track by track. 
try to throw in a few jokes. I have three regular co-hosts who do it with me, Ray Zimmer, uh, Rock and Mike Cordes, and my sister Shannon. And depending on who is hosting with me, we have like different branches of the show that we call it. But it's always the same show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys do a great job with it. It's definitely fun to listen to because it's not a boring album review type show. There's a lot of jokes in there. And depending on who your guests are, I know that you've had our co-host Hollywood do a uh, Hall & Oates record, I think, fairly recently, right? That's right. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Dude, (laughs) Shannon's laugh is ridiculous. (laughs) You need to clip that and use it all the time. I'm telling I you, probably I should. should. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to that all my life, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do review all kinds of different records, but it seems like my perception anyway is that you guys do quite a bit hard rock and heavy metal. Is that what you guys are into generally or what's the story there? Well, I think that goes along with my growing up rock story. I personally am somebody who really did grow up rock. Uh, My parents grew up in the 60s, and they listened to popular music. So for my mother, I got stuff like The Beatles, James Taylor, Cat Stevens, later on Elton John, Billy Joel, the sort of the the lighter, poppier stuff. My father was listening to The Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, The Doors, Jethro Tull. So I grew up listening to all of this music constantly, and I love it all. So that's my foundation for the music that I like comes from there. I guess, you know, I'm a classic rock kid. And uh, so that's why I think most of the episodes skew that way. But as I got older, you know, teenage years, I got into the metal and, you know, the harder rock thing. You know, I discovered Kiss in 1976, and they were my favorite band. Well, they probably still are. So, you know, that once, once I got a little older, my taste expanded a little bit. But uh, yeah, the foundation has always been classic rock. That's awesome. You make my job easy, too. I don't even have to ask you what your growing up rock story is. You just kind of share it on cue. I love it. So what was your first concert, your first rock concert, I should ask? My very first rock concert, it was the very first show I went to. It was Motley Crue in 1987 at the Hartford Civic Center. It was the Girls, Girls, Girls Tour. It blew my mind. I just couldn't believe it. I was actually seeing them in the flesh. You know, at that point, I was a huge crew fan. So when I saw them, it was just like, oh, this is amazing. And Whitesnake opened up. And at the time, they were promoting their 87 record. And I wasn't listening to it yet. But by seeing them, I went out and got it and became a Whitesnake fan because of that. So there was a lot to be said about seeing a band and getting turned on to it from that. Well, you know what? You saw Whitesnake, and that's a pretty damn good opener. But on the Girls, Girls, Girls tour, I got a little band from California called Guns N' Roses opening up. Nice. They played two nights here in Atlanta, and Axel got thrown in jail one of the nights. That sounds about right. Yeah, I remember (laughs) that pretty vividly. So that was interesting for sure. Well, that's killer, man. That's awesome to hear. We're glad that you're here. We're glad you're going to share in tonight's festivities. I don't know if you know this or not, but we do these game show episodes every so often. And to be honest, the game show episodes have become sort of a listener favorite. No matter which of these episodes we do, whether it's a match game or a trivia type episode, the listeners seem to dig it. You know, I guess they have fun playing at home and we have a lot of fun doing these. Sonny does most of the work for these. I just kind of kick back and guest at these ridiculous uh, questions. So it's a good time (laughs) for me as well. I take a lot of heartache for some of the questions I ask. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready to win. I mean, play. (laughs) You're, You're 
Uh, that was a Freudian slip. I'm 0-1 at match games, so there's no way in hell that I'm letting you win this, even if I got to edit you out as the winner and edit <laughs> myself in as the winner. But we'll get into all of that here shortly. But first, you know what we got to do. We got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. So tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight comes to us from none other than Thunder Mother. Thunder Mother is a band from Sweden. I've recently gotten into this band on their last couple of records. They basically had a complete overhaul in 2017. The only one that stuck around was guitarist Philippa, uh, and I think it's pronounced Nasil. She was the only remaining member. They basically built a band around her for this last album, and now they're about to put out their fourth studio album called Heat Wave. And the first single that's released from it, I absolutely love. They're right up my alley because they're kind of in that vein of ACDC, just bluesy, dirty rock and roll. And this is a song called Driving in Style.
Yeah, that's a good song. And uh, that last album, I really liked a lot. I think this album's gotten pushed. Like, I think it was already supposed to be out. And that's happening quite a bit with some bands because I calendar it. So I'll go look to see, okay, this is supposed to be out. And then it's like, it's, uh, it's not out. Uh, I just recently got a notification for this. This record is due to hit the shelves on July 31st. So that's what it's been pushed to. But you're absolutely right. There are a lot of bands with records in the cans. Uh, one that comes to mind right off the bat is Animal Drive. I know they've got a finished record in the cans, but Frontiers is waiting to release it, as is a lot of uh, record companies, because I guess this COVID thing, man, it's messing everything up. Aaron, are you a fan of Thunder Mother? Do you know this band? I didn't know this band. Uh, honestly, because of the podcast I do and the listening that I have to do for it, I don't listen to a whole lot of new music. I rely on podcasts like yours to expose me to it, but I will definitely be checking them out. Yeah, if you're into ACDC, I mean, then this band is right up your alley. That's They're just dirty, straight ahead, hard rock. Of course, they're an all-girl band, but uh, I feel stupid even saying that these days because it really makes no difference <laughs> anymore. Yeah. There are so many. Well, my alley is certainly open for them. Okay, so today we're going to play Match Game. This is technically our second release recording we've actually done this three times but we screwed it up one time so we had to redo it <laughs> but anyways we're gonna play match game it's gonna be a ton of fun here's kind of how we started i reached out to the faithful listeners and we'll read a list of who all those people were i got over a hundred surveys back and really all i said was we're planning on doing a version of match game and need your help filling in the blanks on the document below there's only one rule Try to have rock music thoughts when filling in the blanks. But even that is flexible. Okay, so that's all I said. And then I gave him a bunch of questions. But before we get to the game, we want to meet our contestants. So let's meet the contestants from the East Coast. They're both on the East Coast. But we'll start with the Massachusetts guy. Hello, my name is Chuck Wagon, and I am a dental floss farmer. I love rock and roll. For some reason Chuck was being somewhat bashful. Not only is he a wonderful human being and deserving of all of the good things bestowed upon him, he is also an excellent singer. M-E-T-H-O-D-O-F-L-O-V-E Okay, Chuck Wagon, welcome to the show. And the handsome gentleman, oh no, that guy didn't show up. Uh, the other guy from Georgia, how about you? Hi, let me tell you about myself, Hollywood Trebek. I'm a 55-year-old pet therapist from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, it's real. I suggest you Google it. I live there with my wife and our two cats, Peter and Eric. I like building model airplanes and playing Dungeons & Dragons when I'm not playing World of Warcraft. My favorite color is magenta, and I love a good $4.99 bottle of red. My favorite bands are Seals and Crofts, Luke Bryant, Dwight Yoakam, Nirvana, and I love to get crazy once in a while and play some loud party music like Carcass. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can I keep my buzzer when the game is over? Uh, yes, you can just take it with you because it's, you know, it's got the Corona, so just take it with you. Sweet. I love Corona with a lime. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to match game with you, Alex Trebek. Wow. Okay. So our contestants have not seen the survey. They will have several opportunities to match our listeners today. And the one with the most matches wins. 
Now, I will tell you, warning, I asked the general public very general questions. And the answers, well, can be interesting due to the differences in understanding sometimes. Okay, so I'm just going to put that out there. Let's get started. So we are going to start with our guest, Chuck. And we asked the listeners, and remember, we had over 100 people answer this. Supposedly, everyone loves the Eagles. Their best song is blank. Hmm. Let me see. The Eagles. I've heard of them. How about Hotel California? Hotel California is the number one answer with 19 people answering. The other answers were Life in the Fast Lane, Take It Easy, Tequila Sunrise, Lying Eyes. Six people said, no thanks. <laughs> Take it to the limit, Desperado. Four people said, not everyone loves them. <laughs> One of these nights, victim of love, already gone, back in the fast lane. I guess that's life in the fast lane. I don't know why they put back in the fast lane. Heartache tonight, in the city, life's been good, the long run. And one lowly person said, witchy woman. Congratulations, you had the number one answer. Good job, sir. Woohoo! You. No. No. You. You're very good, you. No. You are very good. There's you. a lot more to it than that. You're there, very good, you. There are underlying things. You understand that you me? No, you're, you're right. You're right on the money. Those people that answered no thanks are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen, here's your first question or statement. We simply asked the listeners hate blank. See, once again, you threw a softball to my friend Aaron over there and you give me something like this. <sighs> the Eagles have like 85 songs he could have picked from. That is not a softball. And I will tell you here to help you, the number one answer actually scores more than Hotel California. Uh, you. Hate you. Okay. Hate you was a whopping six points. I'll save the number one answer. The other answers in the order of how many points there were, myself for loving you. Somebody said just kiss, not somebody, eight <laughs> people said just kiss. Some said is what I am. Some said to love me, which is a wasp song. The player, not the game. Eight children. I guess that's an adolescence song. I don't even know what that is. Crew death roll. I don't know what that means. Hate crime. Hate eternal. Hate everything about you. Hate full. Hate machine. Hate male. Hate me to hate you. Hate monger. Then we went into a role of somebody answered Nirvana, somebody answered Pearl Jam, somebody answered Queen. So I'm not exactly sure why they went that route. Hate to feel, hate to love you. And somebody said hate vegetables. But the number one answer, want to take a shot, Chuck? You don't get any points for it. Hmm. Um, hate breed? Hate breed was the number one answer. 21 people said that. Damn. That hate breed I can get behind for sure because at least it's hate blank. Other people were like hate and then a phrase afterwards. They didn't play by the rules at all. <laughs> I never said the blank had to be one word. Nah, that's true. You didn't. That's right. Okay, Chuck, question yes. number two for you is the best grunge band ever is blank. Ooh. Well, I know what my favorite one is, but I'm going to try to think what other. I'm going to go with Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains was the number three answer with nine points. Mm. I will save the number one and two because they probably make sense. Other answers. The fourth most answer was no. 
<laughs> just, just telling you. Yeah. One under that was Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> then it was Mother Love Bone, Pearl Jam, all the dead ones. Two people said that. I couldn't believe it. Audio Slave. Somebody just laughed, said ha ha, and then sent an emoji. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson's grunge. Two people actually said President of the United States of America. I couldn't believe it. There were several that said there isn't one. A couple of people said Veruca Salt. A couple of people said, was there a good one? Somebody asked, why? Somebody <laughs> said, wish they never formed. Somebody said, false. The number two answer was Nirvana. The number one answer was Soundgarden. Yeah. Dang. Soundgarden. That's my favorite, too. Should have went with my favorite. Soundgarden would have been my answer as well. Yeah, it was a good one. Stephen, your second question. We asked the surveyors a simple statement. Time blank. You know, on our podcast, right? Yeah, I like dead air, though. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I can't even think of a statement. I'm going to say time flies. No, bumpkin. Time flies got zero points. Yeah, what do you what do you expect? <laughs> Shit. Nobody answered time flies like that's a freaking <laughs> Nobody said time flies. And if we want to be nice, we can give you a time for me to fly, but that's not the same thing. <laughs> okay, so I'll save the top two answers there. The third most popular was time traveler, believe it or not. Mm. Time stands still. God damn, I should have thought of that one. Oh. Eight people said, buy Pink Floyd. I, oh, yeah. Time in a bottle. Time is on my side. Time passages? I don't know what that means. Time passages is uh, Al, Cass, Al, Stewart's Al Stewart. Song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Time Warp, the Rocky Horror song. Yeah. Time Bandits. A couple of people said Culture Club. Time Elevation. I don't know what time elevation means. Time for me to fly. Time has come today. Somebody mm -hmm. said Morris Day. A couple of people mm -hmm. said Stamp. Time to rock. Time will change. Time will tell. But the top two answers, by far, number two was Time Machine. And the number one answer was Time After Time. Time After Time. Damn it. God, I suck at this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, much, I'm much better at the trivia episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the score is Chuck 28, Steven 6. Jeez. Yeah.
All right, Chuck. Yeah. People always mention that front men like David Lee Roth and Paul Stanley are the best in history. But I wish more folks would give blank some love too. Ooh. Trying to think who really doesn't get their due. Um, uh, I'll say I don't like this answer. It's the only one that's coming to my mind. David Coverdale. David Coverdale did not make the list. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You will be very surprised what the number one answer was, so I'll save that because the number two answer was Brett Michaels. Holy moly. Unbelievable. Okay, so I'm going to go in order of how many votes they got, and Brett Michaels was number two. Just keep that in mind. Bruce Dickinson, Jack Blades, Alice Cooper, Dio, Jeff Keith, Jeff Scott Soto, Michael Sweet, Ozzy, Sammy Hagar, Steven Tyler, Ann Wilson, Bruce Springsteen, Chris Cornell, Corey Glover, Danko Jones, David Reese, I don't even know who that is, Dave St. Hubbins, Eric Gronwell, Eric Martin, Gary Sharon, Getty Lee, Iggy Pop, Jesse James Dupree, Joey Ramone, John Bon Jovi, Lizzie Hale, Prince, Robin Zander, Ron Keel, Sebastian Bach, Steve Whiteman, and Tori Kelly were after Brett Michaels. All those guys are underrated. Wow. <laughs> Steven, want to take a wild guess what the number one answer was? Gary Sharon. Uh, no. Gary Sharon <laughs> had two points. <laughs> the number one answer was Freddie Mercury. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, he's very underrated. <laughs> <laughs> so not, hey. that, not that my answer was any good, but still. Well, your answer was good. It just uh, nobody said it. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Wow. Steven, your third question. We ask the surveyors if that's right. Is it surveys or is it surveyors? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll just call them listeners. How about that? <laughs> we ask the listeners, name a Rolling Stones song. Man, I'm trying to think like the listeners at this point. You know, I know what comes to my mind right away, but I don't necessarily think the listeners think that way. I'll just go with it. Jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash got one vote. Jeez. <laughs> Aaron, you want to take a wild guess what you think number one is? Uh, how about Sympathy for the Devil? Sympathy for the Devil was number three. <laughs> so I'll go from there. Can I throw some other guesses out? Sure. Satisfaction. Satisfaction was number two. Okay. Damn it. Should have gone with my first. Start instinct. me up. Start me up was number one. Yes. <laughs> Others included Brown Sugar, Give Me Shelter, Beast of Burden, Harlem Shuffle, Miss You, Under My Thumb, Wild Horses, Can't Always Get What You Want, 2000 Man, Angie, Bitch. I don't know why they're both together. I don't know any Angies that are bitches. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Get Off My Cloud, Happy, Honky Tonk Woman, It's Only Rock and Roll, Paint It Black, Ruby Tuesday, She's Like a Rainbow, and Waiting on a Friend. Sonny said, Angie, bitch, get off my cloud. <laughs> yeah, I, that just kind of that, yeah, that just kind of worked out that God way. God damn it. All right. Chuck. Well, this is harder than it seems when you hear it. <laughs> when you hear it. Chuck, here yes. we go. Of the bands that were around in the hair metal era, I am surprised blank are still around and playing live. Now notice. I didn't really say if that's good or bad. Mm, does Motley Crue even count as playing still? 
They haven't started yet, have they? Um, I guess I'll say Rat. Rat tied for number one, and the other number one was Motley Crue. All right. I got Although, both. I get, can I get both? No. Oh. And only 10 people said it because there was a lot. It was spread all over the place. Others, Dokken, Faster Pussycat, Enough's Enough, Kiss, Kicks, Quiet Riot, Bang Tango, Bullet Boys, Def Leppard, L.A. Guns. Somebody said all six versions. Uh, Poison, Trickster, Bon Jovi, Cinderella, the eight versions of Great White, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row, Slaughter, Steelheart. Somebody said Striper, so I'm assuming that means Good, Vixen, and XYZ. Those were the answers that came to people. Trickster's not still playing. (laughs) Hey, what are you going to do? Here's the crazy part. Steven, if you get this next number one right, you will be within two points of Chuck. Hey. Let me help you out. I won't. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm assuming that. We asked the listeners. George blank. Oh, God. Why do I get these? This is freaking ridiculous. I swear this thing is rigged to kill me. George blank. And I will tell you four people got almost all the votes. One popped right into my head. Is Costanza one of them? (laughs) I'm not going that far. You you pick what you want to say. Oh, God. Two Georges pop into my mind, but it's George blank. It can't be blank George, right? So it's not boy George. Yeah, I said George blank. That doesn't mean everybody didn't answer it that way, but I'm just telling you, I said George blank. Yeah. There are only two Georges that come to mind right off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of any hard rock Georges. I don't I don't know any hard rock Georges. Shit. I don't know. George Costanza. George Costanza was four points. <laughs> Chuck, you want to take a shot? Well, the one that popped in my head was George Lynch. And George Lynch was the number one answer with God 29 damn people. Damn it. <laughs> damn it i swear these <laughs> damn it how do i not get that, that how do i not get george lynch softball of softball yeah really i don't hear nothing from you anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you will not believe who the other three were so i'll skip them for a minute that got most of the votes but the others besides those three was clinton bush clooney of the jungle and the satellites George Benson, George Jefferson, George Jones. Okay. (laughs) The four that got all the votes basically was George Lynch, George Michael, George Harrison, and George Thorogood. Okay. Four that have basically nothing to do with each other. Harrison popped in my head too. Yeah. yeah. George Martin was the other one that popped in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody said that one. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. Okay, so before we uh, share who are all the nice listeners that uh, filled out the survey for us, uh, the score is Chuck 38 and uh, Stephen 11. Uh, Okay. 
<laughs> and I really appreciate people doing the survey. You know, a lot of the times I, when I send something out, I send something out to be able to do two surveys. So, you know, in my head, it's like, oh, it's going to take somebody five minutes. But reality is five minutes, 10 minutes that it takes you to do it is a long time. And I appreciate you thinking about it. So uh, here's the folks that, uh, and not everybody wanted to be named. So here's most of them. Steve Wright, Jason Kearney, Joel Hoffman. Jennifer, Stephen's lovely wife, Chris Vickery, Mark Weiss, Christopher Powell, Chris Sinzak, Trevor McDougall, Mike Williams, Daryl Albert, Eric Miller, Eladio, Tommy G, Micah Spears, Yvonne Galesick, CGCM Podcast, Brent Walter, Mark Masalem, Dennis Talbot, Jeffrey Lavelle, Chris Rugrat, Bill Algie, Jeff Goss, Jared Frank, Mark Volmering, Kalen Provo, BB, Jeff Reed, John Lamero, Craig Osborne, Mark Adams, Todd Cunningham, Keith Rochford, Stevie Flythe, Brad Rustoven, Lance Rushing, number two, Kevin. Scott Gull, Gary Cap, Curtis Lankos, Ethan Lowe, Christy Tucker Vincent, Dean Ditchoff, Joe Polo, Tony Masalam, Daniel Solis, Leslie Standridge, Ken Boxar, Kelly Note Number One, Danny Pooney, BC, Scott Leifer, Matt Shelton, Brian Ingertson, Jonathan Scott, Chris Ellis, Bill Elam, Murph, Lorianne, G4 EC4, Jason Bluski, Boo Cram, Lauren Carter, Joan Blandran, and his wife Tracy did it too. Uh, Neil Spears, David Hudson, Larry Kusick, Stephanie Tempos, Craig Cohen, Adam Davis, Jeff Reed, Brian Harris, Zeus, Joe Royland, Grayson Gallegos, and Peter Button. So we had people from Australia, Japan, guy from New Zealand, a lot of people involved. So thank you very, very much. Thank you for creating my losing agenda. This yeah. is the worst. All is not lost yet. I didn't get George Lynch, for God's sakes. It's all lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is straight up your fault. Let's get organized. Okay. Back to match game. We are back to Chuck with the number five question. We asked the listeners blank girls. Ooh, blank girls, 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 girls was the number two answer. I'll take a guess at number one. Sure. Go ahead. Beautiful girls. Beautiful girls. One person said it. Good job. God dang, man. What is up with this? How do you not? Uh, Two were tied for number one. We'll get to that in a minute. Other answers were bad girls, fat bottomed, spice, golden. You would not believe how many people said golden. Hot, pretty, some. One person said beautiful. How to pick up. Wasn't asking for a book. Playing with. Don't want to know what you're doing. Southern, stripper, young, calling all. But the top two were, and tied, California and summertime. All right. But girls, girls, girls was 11 points. Good job, sir. Yay. Rock it up.
Stephen, the fifth question we asked the listeners, what is a fair price for a new live stream concert? Did you give them choices or did they just write in what they, what they think? Trust me, they wrote in what they think. <laughs> 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 Wait till you hear something. <laughs> uh, a fair price for a live stream concert from anybody, I guess. From anybody you guess. Nine ninety nine, ten bucks. Ten bucks was the number one answer, and twenty five people said it. Woo-hoo. Whoa! Okay, so that's good. Yeah. Other answers. Uh, the top three were really, really close, and it was ten, twenty, and fifteen. Other answers was twenty five, five, forty nine, ninety nine. Please don't round to fifty. I don't know why. Somebody <laughs> said one dollar, seven. That's okay. Somebody said eight. Okay. Twelve ninety nine, fourteen ninety five, forty, ten thousand. Two people said it. So either they're both BB or somebody else. I was gonna say <laughs> that's yeah, totally yeah, BB. Yeah, yeah. To be. Somebody said should be free. A couple of people said that's not a real concert. Four people said they should give me money. And six people said, Who cares? What jerk off said they should give me money? They obviously don't like uh live rock and roll and don't like to support bands. The opinions expressed by Stephen Michael in no way represent Sunny Hollywood Pooney, nor do they represent the thoughts of the Growing Up Rock podcast. Stephen should not be taken seriously, and if you have comments or concerns, please write your congresswoman. Thank you. <laughs> Chuck is about to get one of the toughest questions we had. Oh, no. Chuck. Man, uh, this is a tough one. Tough uh, one. Okay. We asked the listeners, TV shows like Hawaii Five-0, Magnum PI and MacGyver have made comebacks, but the TV networks need to bring back blank. I think it would do great. Oh boy. Ugh. Um, so it's gotta be a TV show, right? Um, <laughs> um, let's see. You know, it's a podcast, right? Martel. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know what they are. Um, boy, I'm trying to think of a good TV show. To, um, how about the Brady Bunch? 
the Brady Bunch. Got nothing. Did not make the list. Yeah. <laughs> a big fat zero. I'm not I, Seinfeld. Seinfeld was a number three answer. I was very surprised wow. on the top two, and the top two answers are great. So I'm going to save them. Seinfeld was number three. Then it went Three's Company, Charlie's Angels, Dukes of Hazard, The Greatest American Hero. Man, that'd be great. Married with Children, MTV, Six Million Dollar Man, Starsky and Hutch, The Cosby Show, The Prison Edition, <laughs> <laughs> Barney Miller, Battle of the Network Stars, Burn Notice. Man, I missed that show. Cheers, Coach, Don Kirshner's Rock Concert. Somebody said Mr. Ed, Fresh <laughs> Prince of Bel Air, Gunsmoke, Hogan's Heroes. I'm going to say I said that one. Kung Fu, Love Boat, Manimal. I don't even know what that is. Miami Vice, Moonlighting. That'd be awesome. Night Court, Rockford Files, That Metal Show, The Wonder Years, and V is for Visitors. But the top Ooh. two answers, by far, the number two answer was WKRP in Cincinnati. And the top answer was A-Team. Oh, wow. Those would be two great shows to come back, to be honest with you. They redid the movie A-Team, and uh, people hated that. Oh, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was great. That movie tanked big Tom. Yeah, it oh, did. Man, that movie was so good. Oh, man, that sucks. Steven, your sixth question. This should be right up your alley. For a song to be labeled classic rock, the song should be at least blank years old oh man well hell let me get out my toes and my fingers and do some counting yeah for it to be classic rock it needs to be 25 years old 25 was the third most popular answer for 16 people so you are now in the lead by three wow okay the top answer i will save Second most was 30 years old. Wow. We had 15, 40, 35. For some reason, four separate people randomly said 42 years. I don't know why. <laughs> 50, 45, six people randomly said 31 years. I don't know why. But the top answer was 20. So yeah. they believe that 1999 songs are classic now. Wow. I was teetering between 20 and 25 years. And when you say it that way, Sonny, when you say, uh, you know, 90s, I never think of the 90s as classic. I think of it more in years and 20, 25 years. That's a long time, man. So, yeah, I would consider classic rock 25 years. Yeah, they play 90s songs on classic rock radio now. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's. To us, it really doesn't seem that long ago, you know, but it, you know, it's a long time, 25 years. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So Steven has made a comeback. The score is Chuck 49, Steven 52. Ugh, and joking. that's because of the two bagels that Chuck put up. All right. <laughs> Chuck, your seventh question is, we asked the listeners, big blank. Big blank. Um, how about... I've got big balls. Big balls was the second most, and it only had 10 points. Oh. Only 10 people said it out of 100. And I'll save the number one answer. Other answers, there was like five or six that had 10. Big talk, big city nights, big bottom, big money, big booty, big life, big 10-inch, 
Big Time, which is a great white song, Big Bang Babies, Big Bang Theory, Big Black Butt. I don't, don't ask. <laughs> Big Bopper, <laughs> Big Country, Big Daddy Kane. There was like six people said Big Daddy Kane. Wow. Big Disaster, Big Empty, Big Generator, Big Gun, Big Love, Big Me, which I guess is a Foo Fighter song, Big Ones, Big Shot, Big Top Pee Wee, <laughs> Big Trouble, Big Goodbye. But the number one answer was Big Guns, the yeah. Skid Row song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Big Gun and Big Guns. Yeah.
here comes Steven's toughest one, although he got a bagel earlier on a non-tough one. I don't know how the hell he did that. It's a tough one. Steven, we asked the listeners, everybody loves ice cream shakes. Blank makes the best ones. Everybody loves ice cream shakes. Blank makes the best ones. Fuck does this have to do with music? It doesn't. <laughs> Haven't you been paying attention? There's always there's always a little stuff in there. They usually have some sort of a musical tie, but Nope. I don't drink shakes. Uh crap. I have no clue because I don't even drink shakes, so you know who has them. Everybody has shakes. So pick everybody. Are you supposed to complain against the host, by the way? That's a bunch of shit right there. (laughs) Damn, Trebek. Deduction points. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't have any to deduct. (laughs) Oh, man. Everybody loves ice cream shakes. Who has the best ice cream shakes? And how do you not eat shakes? The shakes are awesome. I, I didn't say they weren't awesome. I just don't eat them. Never trust a man that doesn't drink ice cream shakes. Something is seriously wrong with that person. Just stay away. Danger will Robinson danger. Everybody has them, but I'm trying to think of who has the best ones. Like, you know, I mean, ice cream places, Baskin Robbins and places like that. But I don't think anybody, it's going to be like some kind of hamburger stand or something. Wendy's, McDonald's shakes. Nobody likes McDonald's shakes, do they? I have no freaking clue. Uh, This is totally not up my alley for questions. McDonald's. (laughs) Believe it or not, McDonald's was the number one answer, you dumb ass. God (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Okay, but only 12 people said it. Yeah. All right. Well, I got 12 points. I'll take it. Other answers, and there was four that were very, very close to each other. McDonald's, Sonic, Steak and Shake, Dairy Queen. They were the top four by far. Then you got In-N-Out, Wendy's. I don't know what Cookout is. Must be somewhere on the East Coast. Culver's, which awesome shakes. Shake Shack, Arby's, Black Tap. I don't even know what that is. Burger King, Chick-fil-A. Two people said don't care. Five Guys, Freddy's. Two people said go keto, stop drinking shakes. Somebody said Jack's. Somebody said they're lactose intolerant. Uh, One person said Shoops. I don't even know what that is. Somebody said Wendy's half and half. Biatch. That's Tony because he drinks half and halves and I love those. And then somebody said Wiener Schnitzel. So there you go. We got cookouts here. So they had those. But I will say this out of all that, Sonic, they do have damn good shakes. And the peanut butter fudge shake at Sonic kicks ass. So I'll second that Sonic thing for sure. Okay. So we are to the last question. And Chuck. 59, Stephen, 64. Oh, boy. And the two questions we have left, trust me, it's anybody's game. Chuck, we went to the listeners. We asked, name a rock musician most likely to get punched. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) So many. (laughs) And there is many answers. Wow. God, two come to mind right off the top of my head, but. Get punched. Um, the first one that came to my head is Axl Rose. Axl Rose is the number one answer. Yeah. And it's 20 points, which puts you at 79. God damn it. All right. Okay. Now the others, Sebastian Bach, Ted Nugent, Tommy Lee, 
Bobby Blotzer, Vince Neal, most of Motley Crue, I think, made this list. Uh, Bob <laughs> Dylan. Bob Dylan. Why do you want to punch Bob Dylan? What do you do to you? Bon Scott. How are you going to punch somebody who's dead? Uh, <laughs> Brett Michaels. Supposedly, he's the best front man ever. Now somebody wants to punch him. Um, yeah. Chris Robinson. Dee Schneider. There's one that deserves it. Fred Durst. Johnny Rotten. Is Johnny Rotten dead? Kurt Cobain. Why, why do you want to punch Kurt Cobain? He's already dead. <laughs> Lars Ulrich. That makes sense. Mike Ness. Mike Tramp. The nicest guy ever. What's wrong with him? Nikki Six, Ozzy, you might kill him. Uh, Peter Chris, Phil Anselmo. Somebody wants to punch Rod Stewart. I don't know why. <laughs> Another guy you might kill. Uh, Sammy Hagar, Tom Morello, Ingve, and believe it or not, Tony Musalem got a vote. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me. A, not a rock star. B. <laughs> <laughs> B, Tony's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. Aaron has 79 points. Now, here's the good news. There is an answer, Stephen, that will tie you. There is no answer that will make you win. But there is only one answer that will make you tie. That's a jip. No pressure. My guess is you don't get it. Yeah, my guess guess is I don't get it, too. We asked the listeners. Here's the last question. Name a band that starts with a letter. S. Well, all I'm saying is that um, Martel's question was van and finish it. Oh, Halen. Okay, that's the number one answer. Good job, Aaron. Whatever. We gave you George yeah, right. Blank, and you can yeah, come up really. with Lynch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> all right, name a rock band that starts with S. Is that my question? That is your question. All right. Um, so many. Skid Row. Skid Row was number two. Oh, <laughs> which only got you 13 points and you are the loser. <laughs> What's new? Woo. That's all right. I know there's a lot of listeners out there that are uh, over ecstatic right now. <laughs> I would tell you what the other answers were and I'll save the number one. Other answers were sticks, scorpions. Saigon Kick. You would not believe 10 people said Saigon Kick. I was floored. Really? Wow. Slaughter, Soundgarden, STP, Sammy Hagar, Saxon. Scandal. Five people said Scandal. These are five people who don't know each other. Scandal. Seether. Sepultura. (laughs) Shotgun Messiah. Slayer. Snow Patrol got three votes. Social Distortion, Stabbing Westward, Stealer, Steelheart, Super Tramp, Survivor, and The Scream, which I'll let that one go because I don't know if The Scream starts with the S. But the number one, Striper. Wow. I never guessed that. I'm going to guess that Chris Sinzak said Shotgun Messiah because he's been on a Shotgun Messiah kick lately. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So congratulations, Chuck Wagon. Woohoo! Woo! Hey, at least I didn't lose by like 100 points, which I was losing early in the game by that. So I don't feel as bad. I feel kind of bad, though. I'm, I'm getting tired of being beat on my own show. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I had a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker was going to be a bitch. But I had one. All right. Well, why don't we play the tiebreaker just for the hell of it? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's All do right. it. You ready? Yeah, let's both play it. Okay. Okay. The tiebreaker had nothing really to do with match game. I did it completely separate. Okay. Spotify has monthly listeners. I checked 
the amount of monthly listeners for the dead daisies on um, May 24th. Then I checked it again on May 27th. How many listeners did the dead daisies increase in three days? And Stephen, you can go first since you're the loser. You're looking for a number that's going to be closest without going over. So they increased their listenership in three days. That's what you're telling me? Yes. Uh, and I'm going to guess that number and the number I'm going to guess. I mean, there's so many factors. So I don't know whether they released a song and a song made it onto a playlist. But I'll just go with 12,000. 12,000. Chuck? Uh, I, I don't have any idea. Let me say... 10,000. Both of you really must love the dead daisies because both of you are way over. So mm. it's under 10,000. Steven, try again. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a shot at 4,000. 4,000. Chuck. 400. 400. And the winner is Chuck because the number is 2570. <laughs> Dead Daisies on May 24th had 301,917 listeners. On May 27th, they had 304,487 listeners for a difference of 2570. <laughs> so Chuck would have won anyway. Who are the Dead Daisies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hope you're kidding. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, you guys did well on the game show. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Aaron Martell. Hey, you're a worthy opponent. I don't care what you think. <laughs> I don't care what Sonny said. I don't care what Sonny says. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That well, bastard. you know, we always got to talk a little kiss. So let's get to this. You wanted the best, but you got the best. The hottest band in the world. Kiss. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So I reached out to Aaron and asked for his top 10 Kiss songs. In no particular order, he gave me a list right away. So God of Thunder, Deuce, Detroit Rock City, Heavens on Fire, Black Diamond, Room Service, I Stole Your Love, Calling Dr. Love, Larger Than Life. And then the 10th one he gave me, and we are going to play a version by the Mike Paradigm Group, they're labeled as MPG on an album called Rock and Roll All Night, a tribute to Kiss 1974 to 2014 with Mike Paradine on vocals and drums, Kilroy on guitars, and that's not the sticks, Kilroy, and Dave Ghost Meehan on bass. Here is Unholy. <laughs>
my favorite Kiss songs, Love Me Some Unholy. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of that version? I thought it was pretty good. It, it's pretty much a straight-up cover. I mean, they don't play around with it. It sounds a lot like the Kiss version. Uh, they, you know, they do a really good job with it. The vocals are on point. The guitars are really good. You know, no, it's a it's a very solid cover version. No surprises. It's not going to like make you go, oh, wow. It's not going to make you look at the song any differently. But uh, it's a great song, So, and they do a great job with it. Thank God it didn't end up as Aaron's stinky stinker. <laughs> not this week. Not this week, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, and I don't know what you guys think about this real quick, but uh, it seems like when people do Gene songs, they're able to do justice. But I have yet to really hear a really good Paul song and a really good Ace song. And it's not like Ace is the best singer on the planet, but they can't get like the flavor down. Do you guys find that? First of all, it's hard to sing like Paul Stanley. His voice is so uh, distinctive that it, and actually Ace's is too, because it's so goofy and more, where Gene, you know, if you just got to go, you're probably going to get in the ballpark. So that's why I think it's kind of easier to sing a Gene song and make it sound more authentic than the other two. Totally agree with you. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Paul has a really distinctive sound and tone to his, and it's hard pulling off not great vocals. I mean, truth is Ace is not a great singer, but he has his own style and his own flavor and it's hard to pull that off. Yeah. And it's interesting with Paul, cause I've heard males try to do it. I've heard females try to do it. Females can hit the notes, but then they don't got like the sexy suave that Paul's got. And the guys can't really hit the notes. And if they can, they're kind of screaming them. So they can't really put the real charisma behind it. So it's just so odd. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the people that pull off the ace really well is that damn classic 78. The ace songs they do on those classic 78 records sound great. Yeah. I would like to hear them do covers though and see if they, I'm sure they can pull it off, but see, I think we're lost a little bit in they're doing an original. So it sounds like ace, but we don't really know how ace would sing that particular song. If those guys were to go out there and do hard times and it sound like ace, they got something. You know what I mean? I love their stuff, though. Their original stuff is awesome. Yeah, I do, too. That's an interesting idea for those guys. It would be interesting to hear them do uh, covers of some of the Kiss songs. I mean, there's no point for them to do that because then it just costs them money and they don't make any money. But it would be interesting to hear. I bet they'd nail it. I bet they would. Be cool for them just to do one as a release it as a video or something like everybody else. Aaron, how long has your podcast been going? It'll be three years in August. So we're a little bit, we're a little bit behind you guys. It's almost been three years. We're, we're approaching 150 episodes right now. How did you end up coming about doing a podcast? Like what was your deciding factor? And the first time I ever heard a podcast, I was just surfing the web and I came across podcast. I think I stumbled on their website. I was probably searching for just kiss related stuff. And stumbled upon their website, listened to a couple episodes. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Became a subscriber, started listening. Then I discovered that there was like this whole podcasting world. And I always thought, you know, boy, I bet I could do that. I think that was really, really cool. So through the years, I started listening to more and more podcasts, just thinking to myself, boy, I'd really like to do a podcast. I'd love to do a music podcast. And no one's doing album reviews. I, I was starting to formulate in my mind what I wanted to do. 
So by the time I finally got the money to buy the equipment and all right, I'm going to commit to this, I'm going to do it. Podcasting had exploded and there were a bunch of podcasts that were doing what I was planning on doing. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> so when I, I just took a little bit from this one, a little bit from this one, a little bit from this one. You know, my favorite parts of some of my favorite podcasts, I'll name drop a few like Pot of Thunder, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, uh, Rock Solid uh, the Great Albums podcast. So I just took little bits and pieces of what I like from them, kind of mashed it together, ran it through my own sensibilities, and got what we're doing. So I enjoy your podcast. Your Twitter name was a bitch to find because, you know, you picked the biggest, longest podcast name in history. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> I say it all the time. <laughs> I don't even know. Do I follow you on Twitter? What's your Twitter uh, handle? R4 Podcaster. Yeah, to make it short, we say R4 podcast. I am following you. <laughs> yeah, not the smartest thing titling it that. That's for sure. Uh, when does your podcast come out? When do you release new episodes? Every single Friday, like in the Eastern time zone, I like right after midnight, I drop them. So every Friday morning. I am set to do a album review, I think in July. And myself and Sonny, we like doing it and not covering hard rock or metal records because it gives us the opportunity to branch out and do some other stuff that we like to do. So I'm willing to do just about anything. Like I said, and it's out there to the listeners too. A listener can come on the show and do a record that they want, or they can request something. You know, eventually I'll probably get around to doing it, you know, and it doesn't have to be hard rock or metal. Like, you know, we've done Joni Mitchell, Linda Ronstadt. If a listener wants to get on the show, how do they get a hold of you, Aaron? Our email is ridiculousrockrecords at gmail.com. And then our Twitter handle is r4podcaster. I'm always on Facebook all the time, Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews page. You're welcome to come there and, and leave a review, talk to us, or make a request. I'll get back to you. Sonny, you got anything else you want to cover before we blow this pop stand? No, just want to thank Aaron for coming and joining us. Uh, thank all the listeners for their support. And again, thanks for doing these surveys. Uh, sometimes when somebody gives you time, you don't always realize that, uh, you know, time is valuable and somebody's willing to give you five, 10 minutes. I think that's absolutely awesome. And I, I thank you all for it. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast. Yeah, Aaron, it was fun. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we always like having different podcasters, uh, on as well as other guests. It's always a good time for Sonny and I. We love doing these game show episodes, even when I get my ass kicked. That's okay. Uh, it's all fun and games. And uh, so uh, we appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate each and every one of you guys sharing our episodes. Thanks for all the reviews you put out at Podchaser and on Apple Podcast. We appreciate all of those. Um, that's about it. That's it. So we will catch you later. See ya. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.